back issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. I'm Ben. Oh, still getting used to the new set. It's a whole new rebirth for yeah. Comic Pop. Yeah, how are you yeah. liking the couch? I like it a lot. I'm glad. That's pretty nice. You're like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to talk about a story that has no real name. And I'm oh. kind of excited about it because it has all the trappings of a classic epic Avenger story in that it's boring and sucks, <laughs> but also uses the word infinity in it. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't worry. It's way less infinitific than it normally would be. Uh, this is from 1990. It's just a story from Avengers. It's like a five-part epic. I see we've got some characters. We do have some characters. Yeah, we got Captain America, Thor, Spider-Man, okay, very cool. Yeah, Jarvis and Cersei. I'm sorry, Jarvis. Well, he's just he's in it. Every Avengers story during this point, like they always have like some weird tangent where they cut to Jarvis. And we see, like, the conflict through Jarvis's perspective. And, like, who cares? Do you think this is one thing where Marvel was, like, sort of aping off of We gotta DC? get the Alfred You're like, yeah, we gotta get Alfred in. I mean, like, Jarvis has been around for a long time. But he's never been, like, right. front and center. I mean, he's... No, they, don't, they don't feature him on a cover, certainly. I think it was more just... I actually don't know what the motivation is to put Jarvis on the cover. Is in Iron the, Man in the book? Oh, yeah, he's the main character. And well, he's on the Well, I guess that's... That you're supposed to ask, why is he on the cover? Well, that, no, nothing no. happens to Iron Man no. that makes you wonder what happens. Okay, so <laughs> this is this. Like I said, it has no epic name. I'll call it the Infinity Unity, Avengers: The what? Infinity Unity. That's what I'm going to call it because it features a trope slash MacGuffin called the Infinity Unity. Okay. And that's, oh, well, that makes sense then. Yeah, uh, but otherwise, all the names into the void while a universe trembles. You know, like there's different names for everything and. They're all just chapter names for what each issue is called, but there's no like collection of this that has like the epic name. Gotcha. Well, I mean, does every arc have a name? No. Y it, no. Uh, well, if it, well, they get they get one if it's collected. So this was never. I mean, collected. I'm sure it's know, I'm sure it's in an it's Avengers like omnibus yeah. or something, yeah. but not its own. No, there's trade. no volume, and I'm wondering if after this episode, someone will be like, oh, <laughs> actually, no, I'm. No, I'm not wondering that. I'm certain of that. But no, <laughs> what I'm wondering is if after this episode, maybe Marvel goes like, oh, got this Infinity movie coming out. A lot of people are looking for the Infinity stuff. Back issues covered it. Maybe we should. Be <laughs> I don't think it's that. I think it's <laughs> more like, it's like I think it's more like oh, I'm reminded. I'm reminded this story exists, and right. since we have it already on the on the hard drives, and we already converted it for the you know Marvel. Netflix, mm -hmm. uh, you know, delivery system, Marvel Unlimited, where you could just, like, pay one fee and you get access to all the backlogs. Yeah. Like, we already scanned it. Might as well just fucking print it and put it in a goddamn new cover. Yeah. Don't, they don't even need a new cover. The cover of this is the cover they use for Nebula's wiki page. Oh. So... Let's get into it. It's a Nebula-heavy book. It is. It's Nebula's okay. the main antagonist of oh, the story. That's yeah, cool. yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. No, oh, Nebula. Come well, on. listen. Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy is way more fun and cool than she is in these. So yeah, that's what I was concerned about. <laughs> Don't worry. She's still interesting. She's not interesting, but she's cool. This guest star in Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. So he's not an Avenger. No. He just shows well, up. Well, not yet. Right. So uh, Avengers. Infinity Unity starts in uh, Avengers number 314, 1990. We're right on the cusp of the image art revolution that's going to permeate the comic book landscape and change the world forever. Yeah, but not yet. But not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's drawn by uh, Tom Palmer and Paul Ryan, a presidential Ooh. candidate or whatever. <laughs> uh, I doubt. 
Uh, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, but when when he oh, first before, started, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he, I don't think that Paul Ryan, no, drew this. He would have been like, like fifteen, maybe. Listen, Marvel hired children to work on their books, oh, okay. yeah, particularly during this time. He's, a, he's got mm-hmm. it right. Uh, written by John Byrne. Now, John Byrne's interesting because he was like a superstar artist slash writer he was a perfect storm he was he was a he's exactly what marvel needs triple threat triple threat or double double threat i guess i maybe he inks i don't know but uh uh, they don't care (laughs) that's whatever (laughs) he gets a credit though the letterers are important and and bad lettering will destroy a book Mm. that said i don't care so um yeah john byrne was brought on in dc he uh, helped reinvigorate Superman. He kind of like retconned Superman's origins after Crisis in okay. 1986. And then uh, it, he was so beloved and used in there that when we did Legends, he drew Legends. Oh, yeah. I like John Byrne's art. I was going to say, I remember John Byrne from somewhere. Yeah, he drew Legends. and uh, Legends was cool. Yeah. I'm not trying to do this <laughs> Just... Just the stony <laughs> silence of Legends was cool. John I don't Byrne. remember Legends. Uh, oh, God. We just did it! Here, you can click the card above your head there to check out the episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, John Byrne also drew and wrote a lot of great, like, Fantastic Four stories for Marvel. And I guess they were like, let's let's apply some of that Byrne magic to the Avengers. So Avengers, at this point, they had just gotten over another big catastrophe, uh, catastrophic event that took place before this. Uh, and it left... The facility that the Avengers were in, I don't want to call it Avengers Mansion because I don't think they're in there at this point, but right. it's because they're, they're, they're messing with the status quo. You know, like these iconic images that you always assume are there forever, like like the Fortress of Solitude and the, the Avengers Mansion and such, like they're really fleeting and interchangeable. And during the time between 1963 and like 1990, like nobody gave a shit. They were like, <laughs> like where they were from. Like, it yeah, they were like, happen. okay, I know the Batcave is like an essential location in Batman's history, but like, what if he lived in a penthouse instead? Fuck the cave. Like, <laughs> I don't have to show up this issue. And we yeah. don't even need to make a big deal out of it. It's just like, no, he's not there anymore. And the readers were like, oh, I guess that's the thing. But now if they change anything, people are like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, that's how, they, that's how everything is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, that's how it always was. Right. If, if, if they change the roster of the Avengers in, like, issue four. Like, come on. <laughs> that's the difference between, like, people who have grown up with something. Yes. So it's like, it becomes more cemented, maybe, than if you're just a kid. Well, but the fluidity of comics should be the cemented part, where you're like, oh, it changed. Just yeah. like it always does. Uh, selective yeah. memory. Well, yeah. it changed, but, like, it changes not just because it's random, but because, like, no, these things take place all over the place. Exactly. Like, it's, it's this is always... There's a whole world here. Exactly. And, it, yeah. and, it, and it's moving forward, and things change. People grow and die, and then come back, or their evil <laughs> clone shows up and replaces them. But anyway, uh, so this story is, uh, actually, it takes place, I think, after Acts of Vengeance, which is a way cooler story, <laughs> uh, where Loki... Uh, calls out to like all the supervillains, and he's like, "Hey, Magneto, you know how X Men always kicks your ass? Hey, uh, Doctor Doom, you know how Fantastic Four always beats you up? What if you traded places and beat up the other guys' teams, and then they all lose anyway?" <laughs> the Avengers facility, I believe, actually around this time, they had just built like a new facility, and they're like really proud of it. <laughs> I remember, I have a couple of issues where like they had a big thing. The president. George H.W. Bush came with his wife to right. the to the opening, and then Doctor Doom infiltrated it and like took oh. over. He's like, Whoa! and everyone looked like an idiot. And they all had egg on their face. It gets destroyed in Acts of Vengeance, and uh, so 
we get like this breath before more epic stories where like the Avengers are cleaning up and helping Ooh. out the vultures of the Marvel Universe who are like trying to f- <laughs> clean up and fix things right. by uh, you know, doing their job for them. Uh, Iron Man, Thor, We're and... helping out. Yeah. Are you Union? No. Oh, they do a thing. Oh, no, they have a thing where they're like, okay, so these new plans you have for this Avengers facility are going to require blast permits. And then Iron Man's like, oh, we don't need that. We've got Thor. And they're like, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, okay, fine. So anyway, uh, but the, 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 the holy trinity of the Avengers, Cap, Iron Man, Thor, they're all in shithouse duty just cleaning things up. And... Uh, Thor picks up... Here, look at this. I uh, can't stand the fact that it's called Into the Void on the cover, and then along came a spider. It's the name inside. of the story. Yeah, Into the Void is just like the... the it's the call to action, I yeah. guess? Oh! It's, it's supposed to get you to read the book, even though... Byrne loved this, and I, I actually really like it as well. The, the, the setting of bright, colorful characters against just nothing. Mm. And you'll see that used throughout, that because the, they do end up in the void. That is the void, yes. It, yeah, precisely. So That is also the void. <laughs> so <laughs> the, How many times do you think they use the sub? A long game spider? spider? Oh, they use it all the time. <laughs> I think in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the cartoon show that uh-huh. was short-lived, when Spider-Man teams up with the Avengers for the first time, that episode is called Along Came a Spider. Like, they use it all the time. Are they cleaning up debris? What, Spider-Man? No, in that episode. Oh. No, they're not. <sighs> That'd be a great callback. I know. It'd be a weird callback. Yeah, they're like, hey, remember, a, remember Avengers 314? Infinity Unity? Yeah, <laughs> which is not even called that. So the Avengers are cleaning up, and uh, Captain America's like hobnobbing with the foreman, and Iron Man is in a weird place where it's not someone else in the armor, it's Tony Stark. But Tony Stark has faked his own death and didn't tell the Avengers that he faked it. So they're all under the assumption that Tony Stark died and handed the mantle of Iron Man to somebody else. But Tony Stark's the worst at faking his own death because after he is Iron Man and he's hanging out with the Avengers, he immediately does and says all the same things and acts like he's been a member of the Avengers since the first goddamn issue. And... The only thing plot-wise that happens throughout the series is different random Avengers think to themselves, I think maybe this might be Tony Stark. <laughs> Since he won't tell us who he is. Nope. And he pretends like he's not us forever. Yeah. And since he acts exactly like Tony would. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So uh, Thor winds up like picking up a huge ball of metal shrapnel from the building, and he uh, carries it over Manhattan where he's going to dispose of it. And then suddenly he blinks out of existence, along with everybody else in the area. Oh. And uh, when he comes to, a second later, he's dropped the ball. Literally. Over a schoolyard filled with children. Oh, jeez. And as the, the ball starts to fall, the seconds tick away, Thor's thinking to himself, Okay, I, I can't, like, I, I'm not fast enough to catch it. Mjolnir could catch it, but he would hit it, and then it would cause... It would turn one dangerous falling object into many. Right. And uh, as he's pondering what he's going to do as the uh, as these children come closer and closer to oblivion, a web line shoots out, catches the giant ball of death metal, and then pendulum swings over it, and then it, like goes over to where Thor is and he catches it and he's like, whoo! It doesn't crash into a building and knock it down like no. a wrecking ball. <laughs> like it should. Uh, <laughs> no, but... Uh, but there! Uh, oh, God! Oh, no, I've destroyed an entire building <laughs> and killed everyone within it! Oh, God, it's for the children! It's for all the children! You called it a ball of death metal that is so metal. Yeah. <laughs> it's so metal that Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are going to turn it into a tie-in. So... <laughs> 
So what happened to Thor? Why did he drop it? Like, oh, no, Iron Man. No, it was Thor. It was Thor. Well, Thor dropped it? Yeah, Thor yeah. dropped it. I'm looking at the panel, like, he turns black and white. Yeah. And then he drops it. Yeah. And he just says, the world did turn itself inside out. Yes. Like, like what? <laughs> well, that's the that's the mystery. Like What's he, happening? Like, he felt something? Everyone in the universe felt like they didn't exist for a second. Oh, okay. And that's getting ahead of myself, because everyone kind of wonders how far the incident affected everyone you know okay. like was it just this block or was it everything uh while thor and spider-man meet up captain america takes a minute to go over to cersei's house uh where she is setting up for christmas or something <laughs> and uh, cersei is an avenger or rather she was an avenger and cap is asking her to become an avenger again who's cersei yeah, the reason please. we have never talked you, about yes. cersei is because she's an eternal and the reason we haven't talked about Eternals is because they're about as interesting as the Inhumans. Mm. And so uh, the Eternals are basically just a race of beings that have existed on Earth forever. And they're right. created by the Celestials. And they're like, Oh, thank God. For a second you said Eternal and I thought Celestial. Right. Well, they were created by the Celestials uh, as like kind of guardians of Earth. Uh, they were lesser. They're, they're lesser but still way superior to humanity. It's impressive because I knew you would evolve into humans so I just made you humans. Well, they may, actually there's, there's three races basically on Earth. There's Deviants which are like Fucked up, they're orcs. They were elves once. <laughs> until they were tortured and mutilated. And anyway, so you got the deviants who are like, oops. <laughs> These celestials are like, here we go. Ooh, they look gross and they kind of want to like kill everything. Well, I'll leave those underground. <laughs> and then you got humans, which is like, ooh, almost. And then eternals, they're the elves. Uh, okay. In Tolkienian terms. Right. So uh, Cersei is an eternal. And her powers are... Cersei has many powers, and that's really it. Like, like if, ambiguous. If, if Cersei, you know, she has she's well, a, she's super powerful. She, she's an eternal. She has many powers. I've been around forever. Her convenience, yeah, because they yeah. they also don't really age. Uh, so nice. if she had a trading card, which I know she does, probably the top power is something like telepathy or telekinesis or something like okay. some kind of mind oriented power okay. and the reason why i'm jumping right to that one is because cap asks her to use that power throughout the entire story oh. and you're like what the fuck okay but how do you when know he she asks do her that? does she succeed in doing it she does unlike jean gray in the cartoon show where <laughs> she constantly fails or sue in the cartoon show or in most comic books uh, or Ghost Rider. Or Ghost Rider every time he does anything. <laughs> Captain America shows up, and it's evident that Cersei kind of thinks that Captain America's hot. And he's like, hey, you want to join the Avengers? And she's like, that really is a shitty job. But I do kind of want to bang you. So, like, maybe Wait. if I join the Avengers, I can get in bed with Captain America. <laughs> she's got mind powers. He's right there. Just put a whammy on that's, him. That's really so unethical. not okay. <laughs> hey, don't just sell. Now we do know. not give me mind powers. <laughs> I really want to paint my house, and I think you guys really want to help me. And by help me, I mean do it for me. And where are all the hot women at? <laughs> because they are all my girlfriend now. No, but they all become one. That's entirely different than like, oh, I'll just join the Avengers so that I can bank Captain. Well, America. yeah, well, not because I want to be an Avenger. No, that's well, that, it, both of them are shitty. Reasons. You might as well just put a mind win. <laughs> That is entirely different. It's not just invading somebody's mind yeah. and changing their thoughts. Yeah, one is like probably a bad move, and the other one is horribly unethical. 
Comet's but, faster. But it is faster. <laughs> it is faster. Yeah. Well, I, well, and one is a guaranteed outcome, whereas the other one, who knows? Who knows? So, <laughs> one allows them to keep free will, which like, what the fuck? Who wants to deal with that? <laughs> There's this blonde super scientist who's like aiding these, it's Nebula, and I guess Nebula has like powers where she can either like cast an illusion spell where she looks like a hot blonde scientist. Or she's wearing someone's skin. Or she's, or she's <laughs> transmogrified herself into looking like she's wearing someone's skin. Mm-hmm. But in any case, she's <laughs> there and she's using some of her alien technology to aid these super scientists in constructing a machine that will aid her in her quest for more power. Okay. And uh, she has managed to do this with the aid of a... Rylinian, I think. I don't remember the name of his crappy species, mm. but uh, his the name. Guy here? Yes, and yeah. his name is Gunther, and Gunther is like a robot man. And I want to say robot man. He looks like he is an Autobot. Yeah, <laughs> so, like not a robot man where it's like I am a robot and I've been imbued with intelligence. Like no, no, no. Like a Cybertronian. Like I am. I am a robot with like my my metal is flesh. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. What do you turn into? I'm a tube for a radio. Yeah. Now, he doesn't turn into anything except a loser. <laughs> but Gunther is in Nebula's spaceship, which is conveniently parked in low orbit on the other side of the planet. Okay. And he's kind of like helping her out. So he's like feeding her the answers to a question. Or Basically. Like, or answers to a test. Right. Like, Tell them this. Tell them we also need this part. He's more like Exeter from the MST3K movie uh, This Island Earth, where he's like aiding her through the help of like Interocitor-esque technology, where he's like, here's, here's, all the, here's all the components you need in order to achieve... Would, would seemingly look like magic to your like puny infantile human minds. So I have all the plans, but I want you to build it. He doesn't even have plans. He's more like a subservient to Nebula, but he's helping around. Despite yeah. the fact that like he's a robot man, he can obviously pilot a ship, and it's like super awesome and cool. And did I mention he's a robot man? Because like that's kind of cool. And yet yeah, but he he's on the ship alone. Yeah, he's lame, like. Though. I'm free. You just fly away. Right? By the way, Gunther, or at least Gunther's people, did try to take over Earth like back when he was created in the 60s. Of course. And humanity collectively laughed themselves to death and he just left. (laughs) Gunther is not alone because he's also uh, being kind of shadowed by Eros, who is an eternal, but not that eternal, like Cersei. He's more of a titan. Yeah. He's Thanos' brother. I remember Eros. His name, uh, his code name is Starfox. But Do a barrel roll! <laughs> Never does he do it, unfortunately. But his true name is Eros, and he has uh, his power is he can like make you feel good. Oh, wait, that's pretty good. Like erotic? Yeah, like the Eros. Yeah, the the, oh. the, the erogenous area of your brain. He makes you feel good, or makes you fall in love, or whatever. But it's not forever or anything. It's not like he mm-hmm. puts a curse on you. It's like mm-hmm. he just manipulates you. It's like a very, very focused, specific uh, telepathy. It's the same thing as eating large amounts of chocolate. Yeah, he's just basically a delicious bar of dark chocolate. So uh, Arrow's on the ship, and he's like shadowing Gunther because he's trying to figure out what Nebula's up to because. Nebula is a relatively new creation. She was created in 85, okay. so we're only like five years later. And uh, she is claiming to be the granddaughter of Thanos, and he's like, I don't know, I mean, like, that's probably true. <laughs> I know Thanos. Yeah. I'm he, not so sure. He might have banged somebody, and that person might have banged somebody, and they might have made you, but like, eh. Seems kind of convenient. <laughs> so he's shadowing her, and he, and he winds up bumping into to, to Gunther, and then uh, he tries to warn the Avengers because he used to be an Avenger. Oh. And, uh... Okay. Yeah. Everybody yeah. used to be Everyone an Avenger. Everyone has been well, an, Avenger. an Avenger's book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, but... 
Yeah. Well, he could... The thing is, like, most of the Titans are kind of, like, really powerful. So, like, Eros is like, yeah, you can be an Avenger. Because, like, you... You can be an Avenger. You can make people feel good. Yeah, because you have, like... I guess. Because you have, like, not Thor-level powers. Because, <laughs> like... You have the lamest Eternal power. Exactly. You won't... Oh, he's not an Eternal, but he is I'm an Eternal. Sorry, but, but it's funny. They actually refer to it in the book where they're like, I know that he... That, that Cersei, you worry about Eros because, like, you think he's an Eternal, but, like, you guys are not different. Like, so, anyway, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, somehow, Gunther manages to get the upper hand and, like, knock out Eros. But, uh... Well, uh in the super scientist lair, Nebula's right. helping out these 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 guys, and here's what they're doing. What are they working on? What yeah, are they trying what to? Is this, yeah, what is this machine? The machine is going to take a ten megaton bomb, okay, and detonate it in the space between atoms. What? They want to. <laughs> and by the way, no pin particles or anything. Just, they want to be able to take the energy of a nuclear bomb yeah. and focus, focus its energy it. into the space between atoms so that they can reconstruct the Big Bang and generate a new universe. But, okay, what? <laughs> That's their plan. And Nebula is like, cool, because she wants them to succeed so that she can rule a new universe. Okay. How is she supposed to rule in the universe? Just because she created it? Again, yeah, I don't know. Her plan it. B is way better than plan A. Okay. And is in fact really more like plan A because plan B is so crappy and it's also in no way feasible. <laughs> but anyway, so what they... makes her think she would rule it? Exactly. Like she might get in there and there's people already there. Yeah, like... and they're like, get out of here. No, but I created you. Well, she's also powerful. Yeah, you created me. Like, whatever. She's kind of powerful. She's like strong and she get... she has like wrist-mounted rockets and stuff. <laughs> Like Iron Man. Yeah, the... yeah. Well, they're lasers, I'm sorry. Oh, lasers. It's way better than rockets. <laughs> it's pretty serious. You can lose a rocket at time. Yeah. Laser, you can fly over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty... She's pretty, She's pretty serious. Spider-Man and Thor have an adventure where they just try to get to Avengers headquarters. <laughs> and uh, the rest of the team is, like, outside doing their thing. Is it because he keeps, like, blinking in and out of space? Uh, they only did that one time, but then once they get there, like, it happens, like... It happens again. Well, because once it... Once they blink out of existence and then come back, uh, Nebula's like, well, what was that? Because it happened to them. Oh, and, so it wasn't the machine that was causing it. No, it was the machine. Like, turning it on made but that But she happen. didn't know. Oh. But she didn't realize that was what was going to happen. Right. And, uh, and the scientist... Jesus, is, Nebula. Yeah, and the old guy scientist is like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this warrants further study, but we should probably not turn it on. And she's like, no, I've come too far! We gotta turn it on! So they turn it on, and she like keeps like flipping it on and off like a fucking light switch, so like they're like, uh, okay! And the Avengers <laughs> like, all right! We gotta figure out what's going on here, because this is really frustrating. <laughs> so uh, Cap and Cersei fly back to Avengers headquarters as Thor and Spider-Man, like, get their asses back to Avengers headquarters. Right. So they're all in like the command center and uh, they're all talking and shit. And Cap's like, hey, Cersei, can you use your mind powers to find out like how far reaching this whole thing is? Mm -hmm. And so she does and she winds up violating the privacy of every man, woman, child and supposedly beast and plant life on Earth oh, to wow. find out that, yes, in fact, it's <laughs> a, it is not localized to this two block radius. Okay. And uh, it's so... It's It's, it's galaxy-wide. Reality. Whoa, so she reaches out real far. Well, she knows that it's happening to the Earth, and that's all they care about. But for you guys at home, <laughs> oh. it's the whole galaxy. Okay. So uh, then, uh, as it's as it keeps happening, Cap is like, Cersei, can you use your eternal powers to make it not happen to us? So she's like, okay, I'll try. So as it's happening, she's like, okay. And then 
it happens, but it doesn't happen to them. And they're like, whoo, it worked. And then uh, as they're all like talking amongst themselves, Spider-Man looks at the monitors that were showing the outside and then it's just vast nothingness. And Spidey's like, were there trees there a second ago? <laughs> and then they realize that like Cersei has managed to protect the... The building. Just, no, just the command center oh. room within the building. Oh, wow. And the whole universe has blinked out of existence. And it's just them in this room and nothing else. Hey, I know we don't know what's happening or why it's happening. Like, can you make it not happen? Could you use your powers to make it not happen? Yeah. How am I supposed to do that? I don't even know. Oh, you I, know what? I'll give it a shot. And that's then she does. Well, I'll oh, just I did try. It. Oh, I did it. Oh, I, did. I thought really hard about wanting that to happen, and that's yeah. what happened. So they're in this. So they're in this cube. This awesome Turns picture, out I have wish right? powers. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That's so they're that's in there. Great. It's it's awesome. So uh, they get there and they're like, "What the hell's this?" And Meanwhile, this also took place in the facility that houses the machine and Nebula and the scientists and stuff. Oh, so they're also preserved. So they are also preserved about like 15, 20 miles away in, in like, nothingness. Through, oh, through nothingness. Through nothingness. Yeah. But they're still... Distance the, wouldn't have any meaning in No, but they are, still, they are still in their same like places in the universe. Or there in, is no universe. Or in the previous universe. The universe, universe. was destroyed. Or taken out of existence yeah so there also yet. is no light or dark there is just nothing there yeah, is nothing. no there there yeah, right? yeah yeah so uh what's it called the super scientist is like oops kind of had the feeling this might happen and nebula's like what are you talking about and he's like well you see like okay i, I had a feeling we we're gonna make a new universe but i wasn't sure if it would like supersede or overwrite the previous universe and, and it looks like it did it looks like it did so plus we should you probably... kept flipping the switch and i told you not to yeah so this like is really delicate work we should probably not like do this anymore and she's like i don't want to be in charge of no of utter nothingness right this is not part of my plan you dick oh <laughs> uh, well i mean this could be how the universe started so you know give it some yeah well and, and that's the thing give it some time because if so the clock is ticking for the universe okay uh, if they don't like shut the machine down or whatever within a certain amount of time this is permanent and the old universe will cease to exist forever okay so then the avengers just show up they uh they use mjolnir to like find because they like they use their instruments that are still working for some reason uh even though they're not hooked up to a power source yes and they start like running out of oxygen and stuff so they're like what so (laughs) so yeah so mjolnir uh tracks the 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 facility and then they find it and then they basically just like they basically tow themselves across nothingness mjolnir's like a greyhound now yeah yeah well they use the machines to like to find where it is and then thor basically just goes like that that way oh yeah look i do one thing i throw a hammer yeah it has to be able to do multiple it does many things. things It looks like they tear through the wall of their building, and then they're just in the other place. Well, yeah, they pulled their cube. Oh, they room pulled the whole thing all the way up to the to oh, the to the compound. Okay. And Otherwise, then, we'll fly through nothingness. Yeah, yeah. and then Spider Man webs. For that. I was hoping for that view of them just like against the white background, like flying. No, no, okay, no, you know, because there'd be no air. There's no time for that. You don't see. Yeah, that. I guess they would. So die. then, uh, the Avengers and Nebula fight, and okay. Spider Man's helping them out, and Spider Man's like. Cracking wise and you know he's being throwing being, zingers. Being, being he's Spider-Man. actually a little more insufferable than usual. And I don't know if it's because John Byrne doesn't like Spider Man or whatever. Well, it's because Spider- like there's really cool people around him that you're imagining like listening to it and like oh my god this is so lame. Well, and it's funny because Spider Man's humor 
kind of galvanizes the team and it like keeps their their spirits up even though yeah. they're faced with like doom yeah and captain america remarks to himself like wow spider-man zingers are actually being more effective than my greatest of speeches <laughs> and so what i know well so, i didn't have time to make a big speech before we blast through this wall <laughs> yeah so spider-man like helps fight ne- like nebula and stuff nebula swats him across the room and he winds up next to the hiding place of the old scientist guy yeah. and he's like spider-man come here uh, listen, I know who you are. Please help me. Yeah, I know you're smart. Listen, I had a feeling that Nebula was full of shit because she was using technology that was beyond me. Mm. And so, but I was also like a jackass scientist and I was happy to just use it. Right. But I built in a failsafe like uh, Selvig did with the Tesseract in the Avengers movie. And so if you like pull the plug, it'll stop the well if you if you disrupt the power flow but really if you pull the plug out right uh it will it will stop the machine from being self-sustaining and then annihilate the universe okay so then captain america's like what's that scientist you need someone to do something heroic get out of the way spider-man i shall go so then captain america runs over and spider-man like he was kind of talking to me so then the two of them go (laughs) and then uh, they get to the power conduit. Meanwhile, there's some fighting going on. Who cares? Right. And, it's not like uh, a small plug, right? It's like it's like, it's like a huge. All right, it's massive. It's pretty big. Got it. But uh, and there's energy shooting out of it. And Cap's like, okay, I don't know how this works. And Spider-Man's like, what are you gonna do? And Cap America's like, I'm gonna pull it. And he's like, are you, are you like, are you like super like in any way? Like you have powers and shit. And Cap's like, yeah, I got I got, I got powers. He's like, listen, let let me. So Spider-Man webs the. Thing and he pulls the plug and because he's tr- because there's electricity shooting everywhere he's like ooh I know how to like ground this because I fought Electro a million times okay. so then he like stops the energy from like killing him but still manages to use his super strength and pull the like he literally just pulls the plug out and it's like Boo! and then the facility which was like literally a compound with all the earth underneath it like floating in space blink, now it's back in its facility in Jersey but the building they pulled is also outside oh that's cool so they're like oh Oh, well, we've because screwed up when they get back, center. because when they get back, they get a call from Avengers headquarters, and they're like, "Uh, the command center is missing." There's <laughs> like a hole. There's like a literal it used to be. perfect cube missing. <laughs> do you know anything about that? And Cap's like, "Yes, I do. Like, it's it's okay." Here's the problem. I opened the door and I fell. <laughs> yeah. I gotta sue somebody. And while that's going on, Cap, I'm sorry, Iron Man and Vision track Nebula's ship, and so they take a Quinjet and they go out to like kick whoever's ass is up there and that's Gunther so the Avengers save the day where to save him Spider-Man yeah well he was busy yeah. saving the day yeah. and uh, what's great is they then like kick Nebula's ass and then like tie her up and they're like woohoo we beat her oh. and uh, and they're like yeah alright the, the day is saved and then Cap's like and uh, the big like, clutch move was from Spider-Man good job kiddo and he's like wow shucks thanks a lot Cap that's awesome and then uh, so then Nebula is like Gunther you gotta get me out of here and Gunther fucking teleports her out of there and they're like oh nebula got away good thing we've got two guys literally on their way to her ship right now good luck (laughs) nebula uh so gunther has eros like tied to a chair and he's got like a like a helmet thing that's like reading his thoughts and it's like inhibiting his powers and so eros is trapped and iron man and vision are like gonna dock with the gunther's ship and don't worry because Gunther has like robot bad guys that are gonna like kick their ass. And uh, 
Spider-Man and the rest of the Avengers are like, let's go help our teammates. And then they get in a Quinjet and they go up there to meet up with uh, with Iron Man and Vision and shit. Sure. So they go up there. So everyone's going. So everybody yeah, goes. Everyone's yeah. going oh, space. and by the way, like, uh, you know, Spider-Man's like, well, like, that was fun. And Cap's like, well, we're going to go. And Spider-Man's like, are you are you leaving me here? <laughs> And they're like, well, I mean, if you want to, if you want to come, you, you 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 can you can come over if you want to come. Like, man, that a, <laughs> you know, we didn't like, really uh, think about this. We're playing it, but, uh, yeah. but hang on, quick mean, you're not, you're not, man, uh, all right. You're not like technically an Avenger. Well, that's so, the thing. Like, you so kind of like showed up. Well, they were they were like because you kind of just showed up. You don't have to come. Oh, we won't like endanger your life, and we won't hold it against to. you. Yeah, Spider-Man's like, don't bench me. I'm good. I just saved the day in the last issue. Let's go. So then they all go. I've saved everybody twice now. Yeah, and they all get hilarious like Avengers Deep Space outfits. Yeah. Literally, they get their their, they have their time to change their fucking outfits. No, no, no. They keep their costumes. They just have like helmets that go oh, over their shoulders okay. and give them like and have so independent oxygen. Yeah. Yes, but still keep their rad costumes. So they <laughs> I bet go. Thor's is really big. It's and it's it's just it. They all have the standard. It's all the same, like, looking thing. Oh, okay. So, it doesn't, like... <laughs> no, it's not like, verily my head does not fit in this fucking thing. Especially with the, my helmet. Yeah. He does get to wear his helmet, though. It does fit. It should go on over the bubble. Yeah. Thunk. There. <laughs> you look like a feeb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, verily. Thum. So, they go up there, and they fight the robots, and before the Avengers all arrive, Eros insults Gunther enough so that Gunther, like, hits him, and knocks him out of his chair, and, like, Bro- breaks the helmet a little bit so he's like okay I've got a little bit of my powers now i got to start like worming my way into his psyche so oh no my erogenous sensor <laughs> yeah so, you've tripped it <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah I have a boner and I don't know what to do with it <laughs> a row boner <laughs> Gunther and Nebula are like oh no and then they get their and they fight the Avengers right and lose immediately I assume yeah well what happens is actually uh Eros uses his erogenous powers to knock out uh, Nebula and Gunther. So when the Avengers finally stop fighting Ow. robots, because he's because that work? Oh, they're just. I they, gave them such an orgasm. Yeah, that they just they just. Spent. I mean, like, listen. They had to fall asleep. Afterwards. Nebula does like have a little bit of like creepy pillow talk with another character in the later story because of his like interference with her mind. So like, oh. sure. She gives them both mind-shattering orgasms, and they fall the fuck asleep. So, then they win again. Kids are reading this? Listen, but it's... spell it out. They don't spell it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's what's called readability. Like, rereadability. You can can go back and And find... discover new meaning. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Sexy new meaning. That's how you know (laughs) that you've got a timeless story. Yeah. So, Spider-Man and the Avengers, like, get there, and they're like, oh, well, that was cool. Well, I guess that all wrapped up in a neat little package. Thanks a lot. So, uh, they're all like, yay, we win. And then Captain America's like, hey, Spider-Man, you did a really good job. Would you like to be an Avenger? And Spider-Man's oh. like, uh... And then the rest of the Avengers all come over, and they're like, just say yes, for God's sake, Spider-Man. Come on. <laughs> Because Spider-Man's flirted with the idea of being an Avenger forever. In fact, in like I think uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number Three from '67, mm-hmm. Spider-Man Jeez. tries. Yeah, I have that issue. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man like, since '67. Oh yeah, Christ. He, he literally he breaks into Avengers Mansion and fights all the Avengers to prove that he is worthy of being an Avenger. Oh wow, that's kind of a supervillain tactic. Yeah. yeah, he breaks the law just to show them. Just to show and them and fights them. Yeah, and fights them. Yeah, punches yeah. them and, and he's hurts like, them. Yeah, he's like, what up? 
he does the same thing that the Fantastic Four in Amazing Spider-Man number one. What, to become a member of the Fantastic Four? Yes. It's called the Fantastic Four. Yeah, but he's yeah, like, well, no, clearly no, we'll just change the number. Clearly we'll kick out Thing. Yeah, fuck him. He's gross. Like, what, he's super strong? I'm super strong. Yeah, come on. There you go. Oh, well, I got webs. Can he sing, he have can webs? He, and you'll stick to walls or have any early detection boarding sense? Like, nope. Listen to me. I'm like five things. And I'm not gross. And I have a way better outfit. All right, but you have to take your mask off. I quit. As the Avengers are all, like, patting each other on the back and welcoming Spider-Man into the Avengers... Uh, the Stranger shows up. <laughs> That's the Stranger. What? The yeah. Stranger is like Galactus. He's a mem- he's an elder oh. of the universe. He's been around forever. And uh, you know, everybody, all the elders of the of, of the Marvel universe, have like a job. Like they provide right, they some like kind of service. Specific thing that they do. And the Stranger like cleans up right. planets or whatever. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So that's a very, very kind way to put it. <laughs> but the stranger is like a scientist and he explores the universe. Okay. And he has like a city-sized spaceship and all this cool shit. Basically has a floating fortress of solitude. Right. Okay. And like Galactus, where like Galactus has like the ultimate nullifier and stuff, like the stranger has cool, destructive, universe-ending weaponry on his ship as well. Nebula knew this and she broke into his ship, which is like almost, which is seemingly impossible. Along with Gunther. Mm-hmm. In a previous story, they retcon in that, like, before Nebula oh. started the machine plan, she broke into the Stranger's ship and stole the Infinity Unity. And the Infinity Unity is a machine that is made from three super powerful machines that, in unison, basically do the same thing that the last machine did. But let's not talk about that. What? Because the the, the the Infinity Unity can destroy the universe. You know, like that machine they just broke. Yeah, like they just fucking they, almost they did. did. But this oh is, my god! But this is it. the Stranger's machine, and it's called the Infinity Unity. It has a name. Yeah. And and actually, I think the other machine had a name too. But who cares? Yeah. So the Stranger uh, was like, "Hey, you stole my Infinity Unity, and I and I want to know a how Nebula managed to tr- to sneak onto my ship, and b." Where the hell it is? Right. So he's like, get out of my way, everybody. I want to. I want to get information from Nebula. Okay. So they're like, all right, I guess. And then he just grabs Nebula and he like goes back to his ship. Oh, oh they, they don't can't stop fight? you. So they try. Well, they they're like, uh, you know, they're like, what am I gonna do? It's the that, stranger. Yeah, he just like. Oh, so they know who he is. Them, basically. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so oh, yeah. No, it's not like oh, who's this man? No, they're like, oh, it's a stranger. Literally, Spider Man's like, yeah, we teamed up one time. <laughs> oh, it's the stranger. I guess we should probably change your name. No, you're not a stranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah the acquaintance or the guy I know. Yeah. I think that has a little less mystique. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he frees Nebula and Gunther and some of their minions, and he's like, Nebula, tell me more about what's going on! Nebula's like, was it good for you when I broke into your shit? Like, she's still got Eros's... Uh, and so you're like, what? She's got this dopey grin on her face. That's her, that, that's her uh, post-coitus. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's and, that's and, but bizarre. But it's great. She's like, was this it good for you? And the stranger's like, What? What? What are you doing? <laughs> are you are you coming on to me? I'm scary. I Am like, I not intimidating? I look like the colonel in a kilt. <laughs> so, uh, the stranger, you know, he he leaves with Nebula. <laughs> I'm still stuck on that. What on the on the what? stranger? What? That's you. Yeah, what? No. Ah! No! This is not what this is. I'm not here to bang you. You what? No. <laughs> Come on! Be, be serious! Be professional for You're a the minute! stranger! <laughs> so then he leaves with her, with her on his ship, and then the uh, Avengers are like, oh, well, we'll have to go follow him. And then, like, why? 
Because they don't want him to kill her. They trip over what? themselves throughout the entire thing about, like, we can't kill Nebula, we can't kill her minions, we can't kill Gunther. We also can't let them be killed. Right. Yeah, but so, now this is someone, like, way more authoritative. They're the than Avengers. Andrew. And literally, Spider Man's like, maybe we should go. And Captain America's like, this is part of being an Avenger, son. You better get, better step in line. fight, like, celestial beings yeah. to prevent them from killing yeah. people. Yeah. And Spider Man is prevent like. Prevent them from killing villains. Yeah. Keep, yes. Prevent them from killing other, but like, that's the super thing. powerful, like, like, cosmic entities. What's frustrating <laughs> is John Byrne. Like, this like, is beyond you, Avengers. Just let it go. I it's know. None of your business. But they don't. Point. So, like, uh, what, what frustrates me is that, like, John Byrne, like, clearly doesn't get Spider Man. And he's like, mm. yeah, we should leave. And it's like, no, Spider Man has literally fought. Heralds of Galactus to protect people. Right. He would be the one. He'd be the first one going, yeah. and the Avengers would be like, well, fucking the strangers got him. We gotta go. Yeah. Spider Man's like, no, we can't let her die. And they're yeah, like, but why? Is this MJ? What do you mean? Like, what? Nebula's not MJ. So, like, oh, why should he No, care? he does care about, like, he cares about all life. It's all sacred. It's all okay. part of the great responsibility. So, they're all thinking about leaving and going to stop the stranger, and then the stranger's, like, minions show up. They're also, like, robot guardians, and they're like, no, you can't, you can't go. And the stranger said no. We knew you and would then, try. And then he's like, see, I told you. And then, like, the stranger, and then one of the robots, like, projects the stranger, like, hey, don't come onto my ship. I told you not to follow me. Like, I just left. It's like a hologram of him. Yeah. Like, hey, no, seriously, though, don't come on my ship. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still huge. Yep. So, uh. Okay, well, we're going to come on your ship. No, no. don't. Don't, don't come on my ship. I told you don't. Yeah, we're leaving right now. No, no, don't, no, don't. I'll don't send do my it. robot. I'm telling you, you do. I'm, I'm super serial. Do not come on my ship. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Al Gore. Yeah. So Spider-Man makes a joke, and the big head of Oz is like, "Hey, it's not even funny. Don't make jokes. Serious. I'm the stranger." So uh, we get the flashback that tells so us how lame. everything in this is so lame. What? No, wait. The the, the Infinity Unity is is now this, in play. This is not lame. Spider-Man became an Avenger. <laughs> yeah. It's a seminal chapter in, like, in the, the Avengers Spider-Man. way. Yeah. so sad. <laughs> Stranger leaves with Nebula, and she tells her story about how, like, she and Gunther broken. And they still have Gunther, like, all tied up and stuff, so they're talking to him. And, uh... Are they, like, punching him? Like, you'll tell nah. us what Nebula did? <laughs> no, they don't need to punch Gunther. They just need to, like, speak to him harshly. Right. And he's like, oh, We'll disassemble okay. you. Yeah. So then, uh... No disassemble. That's my short-circuit reference for the day. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> So uh, the the Avengers all basically start like looking for the Infinity Unity. They're like we gotta find it. Like, There's this like terrible in her ship. Yeah, this terrible like well because Gunther tells them like oh, yeah we have the Infinity Unity it's right here and we booby trapped it so don't touch it or it'll it'll like destroy everything. Okay. And so they're like all right. So the convenience of the stranger to leave I know. with her when it was there the whole time. Yeah. Like obviously it's gonna be on her ship. I know. But uh, so Spider Man kind of breaks off from the group and he finds the Infinity Unity. Of course. Because he, he has his spider sense and it like has like uh, major danger by the fucking Infinity Unity. Oh, it okay, that universe. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, okay, kind of. uh, I found the, the Infinity Unity and like, we need to get it and we, there's and time is a, is a factor. So, like, I know right. they told me not to touch it because like, uh, because is it was... Is it gonna go off? Yeah, it's gonna go timer? off. Because oh. there's, a, there's a whole, yeah. Okay. There's a proximity It's bullshit. Thing. It's, a, it's fake. Oh. He, Gunther lied. Uh, he's like, well, then the spider sense shouldn't have detected it. Oh no, it's it's still bad. No, it's not the booby oh. trap; it's the thing itself. Yes. Uh, okay. So uh, Spider-Man's like, okay, I can't touch it, but maybe if I use my webs, like I can like technically touch oh, it. Spider-Man, touch that's it. not touching it. Yeah, that's, that's still a, touching it. It's a really he, bad idea. See, you don't really know anything about this thing. Okay, I'm not going to press the button to detonate the world, but if I web it, but if I push it with a stick. <laughs> So, so, I'm technically not touching a stick. He literally thinks to himself, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, when I web this thing that could destroy the universe, uh, the universe could be destroyed. That's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. 
So he webs it. And it's also the purpose of it. It explodes, or it, it emits a huge burst of energy. Oh. And then the story, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, what happens? And then they, but that could, that should be where the chapter ends. But instead, Quasar shows up because Captain America like called him using the Avengers priority alert signal because Quasar is their cosmic expert and they're dealing with nebula and stuff. Okay. And Quasar shows up and it's he's like, Jarvis, what's up? And Jarvis is like, why don't you and I wait here until the book's over? So they do. It turns out they actually reprogram. Okay. If the machine that makes universes doesn't work out the way they planned. They had this thing where once it was turned on and the energy was emitted, it would get funneled into the energy, that is to say, that was emitted from the machine, sure. would get funneled into the infinity unity because they like jury-rigged the infinity unity. And then they reprogrammed the infinity unity, or rather like jury-rigged it so that it would do something other than what it was programmed to do. And they put in a bionic implant into Nebula, so that, basically, they turn on the machine over here that's going to destroy the universe or create a universe, and the energy output from that gets funneled into the Infinity Unity. So now the Infinity Unity has, like... Kind of like a battery. Yes, the Infinity Unity has absorbed that energy. It's like supercharged. Yeah, and it's got it. And then they have a bionic, like, Wi-Fi signal in Nebula's forehead. And so if anyone touches the Infinity Unity, the Infinity Unity will activate, and the energy that was stored within it will go into Nebula, and then she will become, like, infinitely powerful. So... Why didn't they just funnel it into her in yeah. the first place? Why, was that just Why didn't she just do that? Because we needed to make it five issues. <laughs> and we needed Spider-Man to trigger it so that well, he'd get kicked out of the Avengers at the end of this book. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nebula becomes like an all-powerful god. And she's like, hey, stranger, fuck you. You're dead. You're back. You're dead. You're back. And he's like, stop making me die. And she's like, nah. And she keeps doing it. And then she's like, okay, okay, okay. You're back. Wow. And then she's like, hey, everybody, let's do this. Uh, you know what's fun? Let's fight. Let's, like, let's, let's fight. Because, like, you can't beat me. So, like, let's just fight. So then they start fighting. Oh, my God. And Spider-Man's like, we're, we're going to die. Yeah. And Cap's like, no, we'll never die we're, we, if we have hope. Remember that thing where I said we should leave? Yeah. <laughs> Told you so. So uh, they fight, and they're right. And by the way, like on the way to the uh, to Gunther's ship, when Vision and Iron Man are like side by side, uh -huh. uh, and like dri and, and driving there, Iron Man makes like a passing reference to like things they've done, and Vision's like, "Mental note: This guy probably is Tony Stark." <laughs> Just another character that yeah, reinforces my, the whole. My subprocessors compute that this, this most likely possibility is that he is Tony Stark. Exactly. I'm also so, Vision and you're I could, I could literally just like look through your helmet and stuff, but I'm not going to do that. So, uh, <laughs> that would be wrong. That would also, be an invasion of privacy. Yeah, that would be, that would, that would be fucked up. So, then... Wait, Cersei looked at everyone's like head, shouldn't she know? Yeah. But she wasn't looking for that. She was uh, looking for whether they all experienced the same thing. Right. Okay. So, so they fight this fucking so god. Fight, which, so they fight this god. And by the way, she's also like, she hey, kill them for no hey the universe doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it does again. Oh, nope. So, so she's being Thanos when yeah. he had the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So well, they're just rehashing almost, it. Almost like worse. Like she's like she's doing it and undoing it over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like she, like she's like on a like crazy like power trip. Yeah. Now that you're gonna drain your battery. Yeah. No, they don't do that. No. No, that'd be interesting. But no, no. What well, they they just rip out the implant in her forehead. Oh. Even though she's a god. Well, she's she's got to have a weakness. She made herself vulnerable or, or corporeal so that she could fight them and prove how awesome she is. Right, that was her that was her mistake. So then, the, then they then they punch her and they win. <laughs> how did they get to the end of her head? Oh, uh, I think Cersei like uses her 
powers like a scalpel and like does like sir like you know like like me, like power surgery on her just they just she just cuts it out so what Thanks, was Cersei. the whole thing about setting up a nuclear bomb between atoms oh that was to create a universe that was to to generate the energy that would produce oh. a big bang oh. but since it didn't create the big bang it went into the well, infinity the, universe. the whole plan was to funnel it into the infinity universe. well that was she calls it plan b i think plan a was to create a new universe but because it was a universe of nothing that she was like ah fuck it we'll go with the infinity unity plan which okay. is like, what? That's weird. Which doesn't make any goddamn sense. All right. So, hey, a Dick Tracy ad. Something that's actually good. <laughs> Man, I wanted those wrist communicators. Yeah, they were yeah. great. And now I have a phone. That's <laughs> just like a million more It's things. way better. <laughs> and you could have a wrist communicator if you wanted. Yeah, I could have a wrist communicator app on my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I have well, an Apple Watch. Yeah, you have an Apple Watch. Yeah. That does like way more oh, things than like, like, Video conferencing. Yep. yep. Still, that wrist communicator was... Pretty BA. At the time, yeah. Yeah. And that movie was great. It was fun. I like it. Haven't seen it in a long time. No. I, I wonder. Al Pacino is really over the top. He over... He, 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 uh, he's like a Joel Schumacher Batman villain in that movie. Yeah. Actually, every villain is a Joel Schumacher ba- villain. Yes. Because... They're all incredibly uh, colorful and exaggerated and yeah. like over and hammered. They're caricatures. Yeah. Maybe Joel, Schum- Joel Schumacher just saw Dick Tracy and was like, that, right? I can do that. I can do that. Easy. They meet Nebula and Stranger's like, thanks. thanks. And then they leave. And thanks, I'm taking my device back though. Oh yeah, no, he takes the Infinity Unity. Because it's his. He's like, he's like, I'm an LD, trust me, I've been around since the beginning of everything and stuff. And like, listen, if I was going to destroy the universe, A, you couldn't stop me, and B, he like, I would have done it already. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you just destroy the Infinity Unity since, you know, eh, I might need it. I built it Turn, for a reason. Yeah, that's turns the thing. Out, like, why turns out it's not really a bad plan. I'm going to put this trip in my own head. Yeah, and then use it. It was my contingency plan in case the universe starts to really suck. Yeah, I'll just reboot I'll it. I'll just reboot it. I'm just saying, you guys keep doing what you're doing. My hand's inching closer towards the switch. Yeah, if you don't fix things... If you don't make I these books any to, better. I might... <laughs> so... I just have to clean the slate. Yeah. So then... I'll do uh, it. They... <laughs> So then they all go home, and uh, they're like, hey, Quasar, what were you doing here? He's like, I, I didn't do anything. And they're like, right on. I waited for you. <laughs> and indeed he did. And then uh, they, and then... What the fuck? And then Spider-Man's like, cool. And then Cap's like, hey, Spider-Man, can I meet you outside? Listen, um... And by the way, he doesn't blame him for the for the Infinity Unity thing. No. He just says he's not powerful enough to he be a member of the Avengers. He fires him in private? What? He's like, your powers are more suited for, like, you know, like the friendly neighborhood kind of variety, you know? And Spider-Man's like, that's fair. You guys don't really seem to do anything against Kingpin or any, like, organized crime. Right. You could beat them in, like, a second and you don't. But you don't. And, Sp- and Cap's like, and maybe it's better that way anyway. And Spider-Man's like, it is not. Nope. You suck. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Bye. Leave. You're welcome, by the way. I saved the day. Yeah, you did. You also, I can't believe Cap didn't say, like, you set off. The trap. Well, someone was going to set it no off no reason. matter what. I don't think anyone knew. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Spider-Man didn't tell them, but I thought that's where this book was going, because that no, they, would make sense. No, they did. Stranger knows that he did oh. it, and they all do. No, Stranger... Oh. And Stranger, by the way, says out loud, like, he goes, Spider-Man, it was an accident. So he tries to let Spider-Man off the hook. He and does. And was just like, yeah, it was an accident. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, Avengers aren't allowed to have accidents. You're well, out. He doesn't even blame How the Lord. No, known he's just that the his web would set off the trap that she said uh, was set just, yeah. on the thing. Yeah. How could he have known? It's true. He had no choice but to randomly throw a web at that thing, hoping against hope that it might accomplish. It's, it's, the yeah, thing he I wanted. know. The stranger like, would have touched what? it, and it would have exp- and it would have fucking still made her. Uh, but, infinitely powerful. but at least the stranger like knew what he was doing. Yes. Spider Man did. He just guessed. Yes. Based on nothing. He, he but that worked out last time. <laughs> anyway. Well, my so, spider sense didn't set it off when I would, by the way, I would I, throw my web at it. What's hilarious about <laughs> Avengers history at this point? So Cap's like, yeah. Uh, I know that you're, like, way more powerful than, like, Hawkeye, who's leading an Avengers team right now, Avengers right? West Coast, but, like, you're more suited for, like, Daredevil team-ups, so get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then, like, almost, I think the next issue or the next two oh, issues later, God. Captain America is trying to, like, get serious about the Avengers, and he calls, like, a team meeting and nobody shows up because they all don't take it seriously. <laughs> And then he's like, this is bullshit. And then he basically just like says that no one takes the Avengers seriously. And it's like, you had Spider-Man on the Avengers and he was happy to be there and you fucking fired him for no reason. Yep. And now you are begging for members. Yeah. Also, Spider-Man's objectively more powerful than you. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you to tell Spider-Man? He's also like... A super scientist. Yeah. Or at least he's the makings of one. Like, he's Hank Pym and Hawkeye and you all rolled into one, plus extra special powers. Oh, plus he can also see danger before it happens. Yeah. You have what a shield. You have a shield and you're strong. You can jump far. And not, like, farther than Spider-Man. Yeah, he can also jump far and he is also super strong. Yeah, and he can stick to walls. And he has webs. And he's super smart. He can also make a shield out of webbing. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's Cap's like we only have room for like one like regular guy, person. <laughs> and it's me. Well, I'm su- I'm a soldier. I'm a leader. I, my I superpower super is tactics. leading ability. Yeah, he does, and that's every time you ask anybody like, "What's Captain America's fucking job anyway?" <laughs> he's a master strategist, and he's the leader. He's a natural born leader. All His right. leadership skills are unparalleled. Unless you're talking about Cyclops is also a natural leader and he's also super... Yeah, but uh, Captain America has rousing speeches. Yes, he does. Which he doesn't get a chance to give a a single one in this entire story. (laughs) Infinity Unity! A story that no one asked for even when it was coming out and I did it. You're welcome. Uh, I I don't know where it will be. I'd normally put a link in the description box below this video for you to find it. That's not... You can't get it. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll try to find buy it. Buy these books. Buy issues. Uh, this was these three fourteen to all the way to three eighteen. These are uh, these were in the dollar bin at uh, at every comic book store I've been to in the last ten years. Okay. Uh, except for issue three sixteen, which for yeah. some reason was five dollars, and I should have bought it when it came out, but I didn't, and so it's not in this collection. <laughs> But um, hey, why would it be five dollars? Was it the first appearance of I don't any know. particular it's, it's, character? Here's anything? the thing: what's hilarious about it is in one comic book store I was in, this issue was on the rack in the quarter bin, and in the Avengers back issues for five dollars. Wow! So it's just it's completely inconsistent. Here's the thing. If you don't have an arbitrary price guide published by a team of panelists that are paid by the Pig 2, <laughs> then how can you, know how can you make heads or tails about what comic books are worth? 
Infinity Unity. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys next week with another episode of Back Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. So long, and thanks for watching. I wanted to end that with, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry, though. That you did this. That we that did we this. Did.